0: Warning. This podcast contains graphic and explicit adult language and content, along with horrific mispronunciations. Viewers' discretion is advised.
1: Enjoy. Um, this is High Crimes and Misdemeanors. I am your host, Ireland.
0: I'm Alyssa. Alyssa, not Melissa. If you call me Melissa, I'll kill myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and this is, did I ever say High Crimes and Misdemeanors? You did. Are you zooted already? A God.
0: Bit. <laughs> it's the cardigan, it does stuff to you.
1: It does do a lot of things. It to does me. a lot.
0: Usually, I open with a, a little, you know, a little bit, a little bit of joke. But uh, today, I wanted to open with a quote. All right, a quote. Ooh. yeah. I know. Look, we're so fucking, we're fucking lowbrow. Look at that. It's by Toby Barlow. It's from his book Babayaga. It's it's a conversation between two characters, and it goes quote, <laughs> and I quote, and I quote. I'm quoting quote. How old are you? Ah, oh, that's a good one. I do not know. Before cars, before trains, before guns, before people stole the curves from the high clouds and angels from the flying flocks to build their little alphabets. According to, uh, obviously we're talking about Baba Yaga, but according to the Britannica.com, Baba Yaga in Slavic folklore is an ogress who steals, cooks, and eats her victims, usually children me I was just literally in my (laughs) script, it says mention how you have a lot in common. (laughs) I do have a lot. damn She's a, a guardian of the fountains of the water of life. She lives with her three sisters, who are also known as Baba Yaga, in a forest hut that spins continually on birds' legs. Her fence is topped with human skulls, and Baba Yaga can ride through the air in an iron kettle or in a motar that she drives with a pestle. And she often accompanies death on his travels, devouring newly released souls. Ooh. Imagine if like your sister had the same name as you.
1: <laughs> That'd be very confusing. That would suck. Would That's kind of like it. how
0: families like only name their children with certain letter names.
1: Oh, I hate families like that.
0: Yeah, my cousin does that. She she has a daughter named Aubrey and a, and a son named Alex. And my first boyfriend ever, his mom named her kids Josh and Jacob. And I was like, Jingleheimer Schmidt It's his <laughs> <neighbor> name too. <laughs> i mean
1: you gotta have some fun with it i suppose but that's a little bit too much fun what if your parents named
0: you ireland and your sibling scotland
1: that would just be fun you guys would
0: be fighting all the time because you know they hate each other (laughs) god it would be good fun that's amazing fun for
1: the whole family
0: oh yeah fun for the whole family according to jezebel.com quote the horrifying witch half of slavic folklore could be read as saying something about a lot of women
1: of course.
0: <laughs> Marina <laughs> Warner describes. Dot com. What?
1: Good old dot
0: com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marina <laughs> Warner describes Baba yaga as such. Quote, and I'm quoting <laughs> She lives in a forest hut that runs about on chicken legs and turns away from visitors so that they can't find the door. The hut is fortified with a palisade surmounted by skulls. Quote, with the eyes intact kind of like that uh evil dead movie poster she had one skeleton and one metal leg skeleton or metal leg half blind bloodshot eyes and dug so long that she slings them over the rafters when she goes to bed but her bark is worse than her bite And several stories have her using her magic powers on behalf of strays and her protégés oh that's kind of nice yeah it's kind
1: of sweet
0: it's kind of sweet kind of you know i
1: would want i would want baba yaga on my side also fuck this weather right now. dude yeah
0: that's what i was looking at i, w- I was like wow really picked up didn't it <laughs> i saw you look like like you <laughs> look back and i was like no nah, dude we're fine we're fine dude oh wait hold on it's a to continue the quote by ms warner the keyhole of the front door is is a mouth filled with sharp teeth the fence on the outside is made of human bones with skulls atop, often with one more lacking its skull, thus leaving a place where she can threaten to place the hero's skull after eating them. That's pretty fucking. That's fucking metal. That's fucking pretty punk rock. That's so punk yeah. rock. Yeah. In another legend, the house does not reveal its door until it's told a magical phrase Turn your back to the forest, your front to me. In some tales, her house is connected with three riders one in white riding a white horse with a white harness. Who is day? A red writer who is the sun, and a writer in black who is night. She is served by invisible servants, and she will explain the writers if asked. But she may kill a visitor who asks about her servants. Which is like, come on, have some manners. Don't come into somebody's house being like, where did you get the help? Like that's, yeah, uh,
1: this I wouldn't. I would never be like, why don't you get your maid? Like, bitch, shut the fuck up.
0: I bought him at the street fair. Fuck off.
1: (laughs) I got him at an auction. Like, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: I don't know the Baba Yaga would be like, I got him at the Prairie Peddler. <laughs> <laughs> the Prairie Peddler! <laughs> Baba Yaga, she's, she's not, she's not uh, good or bad. Uh, in most Slavic tales, which, where she's from Russia, she's portrayed as an antagonist. Okay. Which, same. same. Yeah, I mean, think we <laughs> all relate <laughs> a lot. The story, Baba Yaga, was written by Alexander Nikolevich and Fenziev. That's a fucking Russian name. Dude, I've fuck it one. is. I'm going to fuck that man. <laughs> the, the story is a famous Russian fairy tale about a brave girl sent by her jealous stepsisters to fetch firewood from the frightful witch, Baba Yaga. Baba
1: Yaga.
0: In, in the tale, uh, the young girl, she's enslaved by the Baba Yaga, but okay. she is later released by the Baba Yaga's servants, who are a bunch of animals, one being a cat. And then uh, the Baba Yaga is later turned into a tree. Okay. Pretty punk rock very metal uh yeah the baba yaga she may or may not help you if you seek her out mm-hmm. she may help you she might be like hey fuck off and like do something to you Fair. <laughs> she can play a maternal role and has many associations with forest wildlife okay according to vladimir props folklore morphology Holy shit, I said that without stuttering. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) She commonly appears as a donor, which is basically somebody who makes you complete tasks before they help you. Gotcha. A villain or just ambiguous, much like yourself. She is either a child-eating monster or a sidekick to the protagonist. And Andreas Johns identifies Babiaga as, quote, one of the most memorable and distinctive figures in Eastern Europe folklore and observes that she is enigmatic and often exhibits striking ambiguity. He summarizes her as a many-faceted figure capable of inspiring researchers to see her as a cloud, moon, death, winter, snake, bird, pelican, or earth goddess, to make matriarchal ancestress, female initiator, phallic mother, or archetypal image. Damn, that was a mouthful. Yeah, that was a fucking mouthful. And the thing is, is I meant to separate that into two different sentences, but I didn't and now I'm paying for it. The New World Encyclopedia says of her, quote, when Baba Yaga is approached without good preparation, sincerity, and due respect, she is dangerous. When too many questions, the wrong questions, are asked, she is dangerous. Only by maintaining a pure heart and faith, proper respect for her as one's elder, and loving care for her as a creature can the encounter be successful. Which is like. But again, same. Like, yeah, it's like common a sense. Humidity. Yeah. Like, not no, only that's is that true. Ask too many unnecessary questions. <laughs> yeah. Don't
1: bother me before I've had my morning cup of joe. Cup of joe. Like, <laughs> easy.
0: <laughs> like, I, I think that not only can it be said about all women, but all people. Like, just be a decent person with good intentions and shit's going to go right for you. Well, yeah. Ya. Seems pretty fucking cut and dry to me. Uh
1: it doesn't seem like it makes her a bad person. It just seems like it makes her. Demand respect.
0: Yeah. Fuck your chicken strips. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your honey mustard. Too. Uh, man, I don't even like honey mustard.
1: Fuck out of here. I love honey mustard. But if you came at me
0: saying, fuck your sweet and sour sauce.
1: So fuck your sweet and sour sauce. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Baba Yaga is made of a couple different elements. Like the word. Baba came from babushka, which means grandmother. Okay. And um, Yaga is argued to be so many different words. Far too many to even fucking list. There's just so many, so many words. Ballad. But she is often described as like an old hag, which like,
1: oof, same. Which yeah, I mean hey, that's what I want my reputation to be when I get older. As an I old hag, old hag. Gap.
0: I want that to be my reputation. Th- fucking now. I
1: want to be the neighborhood witch. <laughs> that's what I want my. I'm about to
0: text to. my boo thing and you would be like, "You may address me only as your hagginess." That is it. I can guarantee if I texted him that right now, if I was like, hey, you can only call me Sir Hagginess, he'd be like, you got it, bitch. I said, I said. I said.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I saw a TikTok that was like, the only way I want to be addressed when I walk into a room is, you there, friend or foe? And I agree wholeheartedly.
0: You there, friend or foe? (laughs) (laughs) Neither bitch figure it out. That depends entirely on how you'll answer your own question. Oh my god, I'm Baba Yaga. Jesus Christ, we are Baba Yaga. She is me. She is we. We, we are, are her. She, we is she. <laughs> we are they. Because ah! there's multiple.
1: There's so many Baba
0: Yagas. Uh, as per usual, I like to, I want to talk about her mark on pop culture, which isn't as big as you'd think. She has very few appearances in most Aww, anything. Baba Yaga. Yeah, so sad. Someone someone, give her a full like, feature film. you know what I'm gonna keep that in (laughs) fuck you for making fun of me stuttering suck my balls see you tried doing this last week and it wasn't easy it was a lot of pressure see you see now you fuck fuck you I gotta explain (laughs) myself to you fuck off nor am I asking you this is all you I feel compelled to my therapist didn't answer my call today
1: yeah you got off to a rocky start
0: (laughs) yeah but um I want to talk about her in movies maybe even some video games you know um And according to the ever-reliable IMDb, she's got like a whopping like 16 movies. That's
1: not bad, though.
0: Yeah, For but her. like compared to what we talked about last, like the witchcraft movies had like upwards of 200. That's true. Vampires had like 40 or something, probably yeah. way more than that. Uh, Like, yeah. Yeah, there's about 16 movies that Baba Yaga is involved in, officially. Um, the most recent being Babiyaga Terror of the Dark Forest, which was released February 2020, about a strange nanny who looks after the youngest daughter of a family that moved to the outskirts of the city, when the oldest son becomes aware of her frightening behavior. <laughs> it's about 94 minutes long. Came from Russia, but unfortunately, fucking at the bacchus office. Oh, that's so box of office. Box office. You know what? This show is no longer called High Crimes and Misdemeanors. It's called Alyssa can't fucking speak. <laughs> Maybe the therapy I need is speech therapy.
1: I mean, hey, you're doing your great doing, doing your greatest. See, I can't I'm, fucking talk. I'm either.
0: doing my I know English. Um, uh, as far as video games go, Baba Yaga has been featured in a 1984 d d campaign, which who fucking hasn't? Oof. I'm in one, you're in one, my dad's in one, everybody's in one. Everyone's got a uh, 2016 it. tomb raider dlc 2010s castlevania lords of the shadows or lords of shadows i don't fucking remember uh, she was also in smite uh yeah i understand you don't know what that is but my boo thing no plays it is. religiously as if his salvation is at stake okay. so i was like w- i was on the phone with him when i was like typing up baba yaga shit and i was like i was like yeah we're gonna talk about baba yaga he was like oh my god she's in smite and then he was like telling me about her mm-hmm. and basically it's like you fight in that game and you're just a bunch of different gods the ones that they have the most of is like greek gods oh okay he was like do you know anything about babylonian and i was like honey i'm gonna be honest with you i don't know jack shit and he was like <laughs> well let me tell you and i was like i love you <laughs> all right yeah but that's it's, romantic uh, isn't it be valentine's day oh jesus christ so I thought so the way that the where I'm looking out of my door right now okay. and the, that arch doorway yeah there's like um, uh, the wall and then it comes down and then there's the cabinet well i moved and i thought s- i saw something go from oh bitch b- up at the ceiling ah and i thought i saw something very tall slink back oh, and i was god. like oh god <laughs> yeah that's why i made that face i was like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck this is it the hallway demon decided you've been talking all that and then shit. i
1: can't see shit so yeah you'd be fucked. Die, i'm gonna be
0: you just be see something big and long come at me and then you'd be like what's that <laughs>
1: I'm going to keep recording just for, you know...
0: Yeah, we're going to put this on the podcast. She said she has no problem exploiting her weaknesses. Her death counts, too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Baba Yaga has also appeared in Marvel. Oh. Yeah. They just fucking got something for everything her first appearance was in captain britain volume 2 number 11 from november 1985 oh okay and uh she's on earth 616 all right because you know they got them universes all she was uh she's a deity and a russian goddess of earth witchcraft and misfortune same she would mesmerize women um and or reanimate their remains in order to form a quote sisterhood under her control which could search for food so she'd just be like i'm gonna kill you go find me some food and it's like you couldn't have just eaten me bitch the fuck yeah it seems
1: like cannibalism would have been the quick way out in that circumstance yeah especially
0: in russia you never know when you're gonna eat again in fucking russia i have a weird obsession with russia it's not normal
1: (laughs) are you like a weeaboo but for russian culture suck my cock and (laughs) balls what would they
0: even call that a weeaboo but for russia yeah uh I think the I think the proper nomenclature is a communist. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that what fanboys of communism are? Or yeah, fanboys yeah. of Russia. We abuse
0: for for um for Papa Vladimir Coon. Oh, fuck off! <laughs>
1: I hate that. Dude, I if regret. it makes you feel any better,
0: I'm basically planning my suicide by saying that. <laughs> like I've just committed social suicide for the sake of the show. Please follow us on Instagram, please hcn podcast and instagram thank you don't let Alyssa's sacrifice be in vain yeah don't let don't let my suffering go in vain <laughs> don't let, let don't let my cries fall on deaf ears <laughs> anyways okay. according to fictionunbound.com baba yaga is the personification of a wild storm okay. she is the storm of life itself the turning of her house is enough to make your head spin what would you do if your house was like on chicken legs?
1: I'd move the fuck out of there. That really? seems like it's, a, yeah, it's on chicken legs. They're giant chicken legs. They're giant chicken
0: legs. Yeah, what I did like you think they were just chilling on normal chicken <laughs> legs, <laughs> like, dude? Thought- listen, that chicken would be fucking ripped and <laughs> could catch this dick If <laughs> that chicken can hold up a house, dude, that chicken oh, you get fucked.
1: Though. You fucking lift, bro.
0: Dude, um, <laughs> never skip leg day ever
1: <laughs> i think I w- that would just be biz- i don't know man you wouldn't
0: have a house on legs
1: no well, that seems very bizarre
0: well guess you're really not coming to ball. my house warming party you <laughs> fucking asshole
1: sorry to be insensitive
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing i think i think originally it's like it's like a house basically with like trees coming out of it that look oh, like okay. Bird legs, and there's some in Russia that were basically just corpse houses. That's where oh. they just put dead bodies. It's pretty fucking. That's
1: fucking dark. That's fucking metal, dude. That is pretty fucking. If metal. you can't
0: fuck with it, get out of the fucking pool party. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know if I want to go to that pool party. If yeah. It's just whatever you fucking
0: punk, you fucking <laughs> pussy. Can't fuck hang out, out with the cool kids. You're just mad that my house is also a mobile home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, get the fuck out of my
0: face. Uh, I can't. I can't. This is my house, me. bitch. This is my house you're in. Get out of my I house. I my face. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, okay, okay. Back to Bobbiara. A woman named Christina Clays has a visual poem on irw.rudgers.edu called baba yaga's eco-feminist manifesto
1: <laughs> okay you're, you're gonna Ted Kaczynski, calm down. you're gonna like this i'm just oh saying boy. you're
0: gonna like this so this is the poem they want to figure out if i am good or bad they say i eat children what they don't understand is that i am ambiguous guardian of death pundit of plants giving advice to those in need i am not your mother here to nourish you nor will you ever succeed in mastering me yes i can sustain and destroy you but not because I am good or bad, but because all existence is interwoven with each other, a flourishing circle of life and death, and what dies will become soil for new seeds. I'll let you take that in for a second. Oh,
1: that's seems very pretentious.
0: <laughs> oh, just you wait till you hear the artist statement. Oh god. It's pretentious, but in like a feminist way. Oh, so the most pretentious. Hey now. <laughs> this is what you eat. I was about to say <laughs> Hey, hey now. now.
1: Hey now. now. <laughs> you know, you gotta break it down a little you, bit.
0: You, you get me? I thought you were about to start rapping, and I was like, oh my
1: God, what's Dude, going on? I would never embarrass myself on a public platform <laughs> in such a way.
0: <laughs> Did you see that thing on Facebook last night where it was like, family comes second, your rap career comes first? No way. <laughs> Dude, I was fucking stitches. Oh my stitches. Fucking God. Anyways, not making fun of any of our young entrepreneurs, but. <laughs> Heart, like, i, I told artists. my boo thing on the phone last night that i stole my cousin's uh pokemon cards and traded them for chips at lunch in elementary school because he was talking about pokemon and <laughs> how he like likes it and stuff right, right. and i was like i wasn't allowed to play pokemon as a kid but it what i didn't. did do yeah was steal my cousin's pokemon cards and trade them for snacks <laughs> how do you feel about that he says i can't be mad at you for being a fucking entrepreneur and i was like
1: god damn that is like a really like ballsy move it is i think that's a power move right there yeah i mean
0: everything i do is a power move i wake up and i'm like i'm gonna fuck this bitch in the mouth
1: <laughs> i just don't think that's
0: true oh you're absolutely right i wake <laughs> up and cry every day all day immediately rinse repeat yeah <laughs> 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 okay, so uh, in Christina's artist statement, you're gonna like this. Oh it's God. a fucking mouthful. I'm pretty sure it's an art student thing. I didn't. Uh, I honestly didn't look at the website to see I what it see is. That. In Christina's artist statement, she says, "quote and I'm quoting." Stories have always shaped our understanding of the world around us. They establish cultural contexts, set norms, and legitimate homogenies. Myths and fairy tales have endured over the periods of time. And they inform how we perceive and treat our surroundings. This includes our attitudes towards other people, animals, plants, resources, and landscapes. I'll let you take that in before I continue.
1: That's a lot. I mean, very pretentious, but okay.
0: That was the lightest of it. Oh, God. (laughs) It gets worse. (laughs) She continues. It is for no lesser reason... Than this, that folktales are an increasing interest for scholars of ecofeminism, which line the domination of nature with the exploitation and oppression of women. Not only do sagas draw analogies between notions of the feminine and notions of the natural, that they are capable of overlap. Thereof in fantastical feminized figures such as quote the witch of the woods, a crucial aspect of critical analysis in this context, the feminized embodiment of nature and the symbolic implications as the prevalent portrayal of the planet as Mother Earth.
1: I think that's just someone's projecting. Why can't things just be fun? I, Why can't there just be a fun story about a witch in the woods?
0: Oh, I'm pretty sure because like she's an art student oh there, everything there's has to have be depth and
1: meaning it's all about perception how are you perceiving the listen piece?
0: if there's something you need to talk to me about i'm right here
1: <laughs> you know i i don't but i'm mm-hmm. just okay yeah sure we'll just see. airing some of my my feels the closing
0: of the statement is, oh there's more this is the closing okay it ties it together don't be a bitch. <laughs> Too late. So noted if I decide to go to art college not to fucking ask Ireland for their opinion, because they're just gonna fucking shit on my pretentious shit. I'll wear a turtleneck when I do it too. Uh fuck you, I'm gonna be the next Andy Warhol and make shitty pop art.
1: I respect you as a person, but But I would rather you Not as an artist. (laughs) Not as an artist.
0: (laughs) Thank you for your honesty. So the the closing of the of her statement goes The figure of yaga acts as an incubator to rethink both femininity and nature beyond the model of the selfless, ever-caring, and exploitable entities which are dominant in the patriarchal, imperialist, capitalist society. Leading towards the fantastical and fictional in this way shapes as an alternative symbolic language that proclaims future-oriented versions of womanhood and the earth, which are urgently needed in times of ongoing exploitation of both women and the planet.
1: Listen i agree i agree that the planet and women need our help they do however however i don't think
0: baba yaga the person to do it <laughs> no but i think what she's saying is that uh baba yaga originally is like this scary spooky like Ooh, yeah. and then they made her into like she'll help you if you're nice it's like yeah that's how most fucking things work yeah and that's why she's been given the name of like this paternal not paternal that's father maternal uh figure because it's easier to see women as caretakers rather than people who get pissed which is fair yeah
1: uh, i just she used a lot of words she
0: didn't need to like why would you have to bring up matriarchal imperial capitalist society
1: just really throwing out them buzzwords (laughs) really throwing out them buzzwords like someone clearly just went on jezebel.com and was feeling really some type of way and just decided to make some art about it which is like whatever
0: (laughs) god damn
1: i just think sometimes there is no deeper meaning it's just some bitch who hangs out in the woods Uh,
0: me fucking too so like fucking too yeah baba yaga is seen as quote a great mother both nurturing and destructive same right that's my mom she can be like i love you so much but i'm gonna break your neck and i'm like "Uh what'd she say (laughs) (laughs) and i think it's interesting to say because like a lot of like female like myths like female-centered myths and female gods have been <laughs> greatly fucking altered thanks yep. to christianity i can't wait to fucking oh, we're gonna have an episode about me just shitting on christianity which the whole so, time
1: which is gonna be so tantalizing yeah so
0: fresh i'm gonna just shit on it the whole time i have so much built up <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna start writing like t- tomorrow i'm gonna be oh, like god, okay guys so here's the thing god is a lesbian <laughs> discuss <laughs> open forum Discuss. Yeah so like female gods went from being equals to the male gods who were angry who could be like filled with rage and wrath and fucking kill people like fuck some bitches yeah who kill people who fuck people's wives and husbands Um, who love who cry and now they're all fertility goddesses and symbols of purity and wholesome love because like christians were like "Mm, i don't like that this bitch is the god of pussy (laughs) we're gonna change that (laughs) So I'll now sure her symbol pussy. is going to be a cat. And I'm not complaining. I've got a cat. I love a cat. But if a bitch is a symbol of the goddess of pussy, you oh. let her have the fucking pussy.
1: Just let her have the pussy. Let her have the pussy. Let her have the pussy. That's going to be my
0: presidential slogan. <laughs> let them have the pussy.
1: Let them eat pussy. Yes.
0: That is, that's the top of my food pyramid. I'm just saying. Oh my fucking God. what What? What? It fits. Upside down? It fits. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> i don't want to think about it any more than i have to i respect that they they strip these goddesses and like female myths of anything to make them equal to their male counterparts like how are you gonna have anything against like Ares, the god of war if you're just like a god of fertility right you got fucking nothing against him unless you're like aphrodite and you got a pussy. <laughs> right yeah, i'm not gonna shit talk aphrodite she could ruin my life oh, but like aphrodite. recently people are finding their own meaning or the quote true meaning behind myths and the most famous example i can think of is our home slice medusa you know what i'm saying oh for sure yeah the story that was told to me and my classmates in my greek mythology class in high school (laughs) because that was the shit was that she was a priestess in athena's temple but was raped on the temple floor by the sea god poseidon and the way we were all told was basically that you like athena like punished medusa by turning her into a fucking gorgon and anybody who laid eyes on her would turn into stone and like i remember thinking i was like why would a punish her right for literally being assaulted and my teacher was like i don't know that's just a story but like the older i got the more i realized like maybe that wasn't a punishment because like if no one can see her then no one can hurt her if no one can hurt her she's safe so maybe that was like the point a way to protect her and then as the final act of violation fucking perseus and his gang go into yep. her home kill her roommates and take her head yeah, dude. further fucking exploiting her body for their own purposes yep. like what got her in this position in the first place mm-hmm. what the fuck
1: yeah but i like how they I, the version I, i've heard the version which is basically the exact same except now they're saying athena did it to protect medusa
0: yeah which fuck yeah dude as a as a self-defense tool yeah, yeah. Which is is I, I think makes more sense, especially given Athena was supposed to be like this wise, right. cool headed cool bitch, which she is, of course. Nothing but respect for that bitch, Much <laughs> my homie. So it didn't it wouldn't make sense for her to get pissed off and be like, "Right, you you can't make eye contact with me black anymore." And I was scrolling through Tumblr as the fucking edgelord that I am from 2014. Just and I saw Tumblr's this, this girl gay. a while ago. It was a while ago. Somebody had made, like, an art of, like, a blind woman falling in love with Medusa. And I was like, yo. Oh, that's so gay and nice. That's fucking kidding it. <laughs> in my mind, that- it, in my heart, Medusa's still alive. So is the Minotaur. Yeah. He didn't deserve that shit. But um, I think as more time goes on, we'll see more personal meanings to myths and what have you like i I know that more recently people are no longer seeing it as like oh persephone was kidnapped and raped now they see it as like she fucking skirted bro and i'm like yeah i like that i like that
1: that much better i don't
0: like that like every female myth has to involve her being raped
1: yeah i don't like that it has to involve her going and doing something against her will yeah why not just like
0: because of like a man yeah yeah makes no sense
1: Like, why can't we just have like a happy story where some bitch decides to be a bad bitch <laughs> and it's like, what's up? I want to kick some ass. Yeah.
0: Um, usually I like to close with a question as you know, oh, yeah. and I, I warned you the question so you oh, could yeah. think about it, but what's I your favorite not. myth and how does it pertain to your modern life?
1: Um, I think one of my favorite like urban myths is Bloody Mary and really? that just gave me a crippling fear of mirrors.
0: Dude, I am 22 years old. <laughs> I will be 23 in September and I cannot. I still refuse to fucking yep. say it because yep. I'm can't. like, I'm not fucking risking that I shit. I
1: don't want to risk the bad juju. You mean to tell me
0: this spooky bloody bitch is going to come through my mirror and rip my eyes out? Bro, I'm horny. I, I need you to stop <laughs> talking about it.
1: <laughs> I'm horny for death. How does that Let's pertain die- to
0: your day to day life now? Like how, how does it have an effect on your modern day life?
1: Like I said, I'm fucking afraid of mirrors, bro.
0: I'm afraid of mirrors because I fucking have body (laughs) dysmorphia. Shit. Do you want to trade? No, because either way, you won't look in a mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but at least if I don't look in the mirror because I'm scared of an entity. That's true. Got nothing to do with my my personal feelings. That's true. Yeah, but I mean, and then just like
1: cryptids, I'm always afraid I'm going to see one. And I don't think I'm prepared for that. Like as much as I like want to and think it would be like a really cool fucking experience. I don't want my brain to fall apart cuz i feel like that's the only thing that happens when you see a cryptid is your yeah. brain falls apart. It,
0: yeah, and your whole life is centered around it like people who swear they've seen bigfoot. Now there's yeah, a dude. fucking TV show dude. Got yeah, it. God. I think my favorite myth, i have two favorites. Okay. The Minotaur. Okay. And probably the story of like um I want to say it's Eros and Psyche. I think that's I think that was the couple's name, but basically uh she was like a beautiful young woman and her family were like she's more beautiful than may i say aphrodite and you know aphrodite isn't like that she's like it's fucking skiz, bitch it's fucking (laughs) skiz. you know so she sent her son eros who is basically like cupid if cupid was a man and it was like go kill her i don't fucking like that and he saw her and he thought she was beautiful so instead of killing her he just he shot himself with one of his arrows and he fell in love with her and he Aww. was like, I'm going to marry this bitch. But her mom was like, yeah, you can marry her. But she's not allowed to see your face. If she sees your face, she, then it's fucking over. And he was like, okay, that makes sense. I'll do it. it makes no fucking sense. Makes fucking so basically, he he uh, tells the family, like, yeah, I'll I i I'll keep this bad thing from happening. But I want that shoddy over there. And they were like, take her. Have at her. And so they, he takes her. And and like they're married. And they fall in love and shit. But then he's... She's like, I miss my family. Can can I have my family visit? Vivid, I want to visit my family. He was like, sure. So <laughs> she brings over her sisters, and they were like, so you've never seen his face? And she was like, no, that's kind of the rule. And they were like, mm, you should try that. You know how fucking oh assholes God, yeah. do. So they got into her brain to see his face, and then um, he was like, we can't be together anymore. Like you don't trust me, betrayed me, and all this other shit. And then she was fucking sad because he left. And then I mean, Aphrodite what came. she
1: was a fucking doggo. You gotta live. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: then, uh, then Aphrodite came and she was like, "Tell me what I have to do to like to be with him." And so she gave her like three impossible tasks. And she finished them. She almost died on the third. And then Eros found her and was like, "I love you." And now they're together forever. Aww is that not fucking cute That's, but i like that one because it's like she goes and does her shit yeah. you know because of another woman tells her to not it's got nothing to do with that fucking man she's like i'm gonna fucking get my mans yeah, i'm gonna see so. his face because i know he's beautiful and we go fuck and then they did <laughs> <laughs> and then also the minotaur i fucking i fucks with the minotaur uh basically zeus got this lady to fall in love with a bull Mm -hmm. because the the king was a fucking bitch right and so she fucks this bull and then she gives birth to a half bull half man minotaur as you do and as soon as he's born they put him down in the labyrinth and basically people fight for their lives while this bull dude is trying to get you it makes me sad because he he didn't ask for that he didn't even have a real name they just called him a minotaur poor baby poor thing yeah they just fucking (laughs) so sad <laughs> it really is yeah and and i think i like that one just because it's sad because he really had no no choice and then eventually he was killed by some fucking man who was sent down there and they were like kill it and so they killed him and that's just it's <laughs> um i also i wanted to i wanted to i since i opened with a quote i wanted to close with a quote from this here book Ooh, okay. do you like poetry i do love poetry. you'll love this would you like to borrow it Yeah, it's really good. But if you lose it, I will kill myself and frame you for the murder. So um, it's my favorite poetry (laughs) book. It's called uh, Aphrodite Made Me Do It by Tricia Meader. It was published in 2019. So if you haven't read it, please fucking do it. I'm actually going to get it for my friend for her birthday coming up soon. It's so good. And it made me fucking cry like a little bitch. And if you're interested, I can read you my favorite one from this. But I'm going to read you the one that uh, I thought was relevant to the story. about how like they keep changing um, female myths to fit a male story. So it's it's from the first chapter titled Aphrodite Airs Her Grievances, page twenty one. <coughs> Hold on. Let me let me lubricate. I can't fucking
1: stand you. At least
0: I didn't start drinking lube. You know it's possible. Oh my god. I don't even wanna <laughs> <laughs> like I think I need a snack. Click it open anyways so and I quote they colored me pink and wrapped me in floral they scrubbed the dirt from under my nails they wanted you to believe that love is weak and that you cannot curse and kiss with the same mouth they wanted you to believe that the root of love is romance soft and wide-eyed see what they did to my stories my temples my statues regardless of whether you desire it love is what sits at the core of the world it is stronger than greed and hate and jealousy and pain What brings us together will always be more powerful than what keeps us apart.
1: Oh, that's nice. Isn't it nice?
0: As you can see, I paged off my favorite passages, (laughs) which is a fucking lot. I want to write a movie about Baba Yaga and put my own metaphors on it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: That is the story of Baba Yaga, as well as other myths that I like. I'm sorry I'm a feminist
1: don't be sorry you're a feminist feminism's fun just as long as you're not the as long as i'm
0: not like all men can die i mean they can like but a like a feminazi or what's yeah. or a turf you're good fuck the turfs okay fuck listen turfs. i oh <laughs> listen i was just trying to end the episode and on a good note oh, you gotta I'm bring sorry. up the fucking turfs listen hold to on you. i gotta roll up my sleeves to talk about this if <laughs> i saw a turf in public <laughs> Okay, because you know they're so open oh, about God, it. If yeah. I saw a turf in public, dude, it's on site. You know though. that I can make brass knuckles out of resin. I yep. swear to God, I'm going to start carrying <laughs> them on me because I will wreck a bitch. Fuck the turfs. Yeah, fuck the turfs. Fuck, you can't be a feminist and not include trans women. That's not how this fucking That's not works. That's works. <laughs> that. <laughs> Why'd you got to bring up turfs, dude? I'm so God, I'm so pissed off. You know what? Turfs aren't cool no they're not turfs aren't cool i saw a video of a turf and she like lifted up her shirt to show her under boob she's like you see this there's no scars because i'm a real woman and i'm like Oof. Oof.
1: Fuck you, dude." i feel fuck like real you. women
0: support other women yeah whether they were born a woman or not
1: yeah fuck out yeah, dude yeah the god spooky
0: boy said trans rights. <laughs> spooky
1: boy said trans rights. <laughs> and baba Yaga says that. trans rights. Baba Yaga says trans rights. Oh my yes. god,
0: our first merch ever mm-hmm. is gonna be baga Yaga says trans rights. You know her. that no, she no, no. would she would love the fuck out of some fucking trans kids.
1: We're the most respectable people. dude. Yeah. God damn. Well,
0: uh, we're gonna go dye my hair and I'm gonna complain about turf some more
1: and i'm gonna be along for the ride yeah (laughs) i'm here i'm queer i ain't going nowhere
0: (laughs) 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 uh, all your dresses deserve to have pockets
1: oh yes (laughs) and remember always wash your ass and rinse your vagine Rinse your Uh, vagine uh stay
0: stay spooky but more importantly stay safe
1: and uh wash your damn hands
0: yeah and don't forget to wipe front to back and pubic hair is okay oh our
1: instagram is at hc and m podcast and our respective twitter or (laughs) that we don't have twitter our respective instagram handles i'm at cowboy period diplomat and Alyssa is
0: leonardo.duh.hoochie with two o's
1: and we'll see you next time oh yes
0: uh thank you as always to casey at starlight studios two r's underscore studios for the thumbnail art uh please follow them they make cool shit and that's a wrap and that's a wrap oh shit i need to pause (laughs) okay bye guys love you